Well, Andrew, we're back on to, uh, I suppose we can call it, the second swing of the rugby championships. The Wallabies have played there too. A lot of test matches over in Argentina, mm-hmm. back here in Australia now. And we've got the Springboks up next. Joining us is one of the Wallabies back rowers in Jed Holloway. Jed, good morning and welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Now, you made your debut over there in Argentina at the ripe old age of 29. Did you think there a few years back that it may have passed you by national selection? <laughs> yeah, definitely, mate. Um, you know, it's something that I've... You know, been well documented now. Um, a couple of years ago, I got let go by the the Waratahs and went over to Japan, and um, yeah, just in the middle of COVID, and thought that that was all past me. And uh, luckily, got the opportunity to come back and play for the Tars this year. And it's been a good year, mate. It's been a good individual year and good uh, good team year for the Tars. Um, we're heading in the right direction, so um, it's been exciting. And to cap it all off with the uh, one good game in Argentina and one uh, not so good game in the second test, and um, just just excited to uh, to to hopefully make amends on Saturday and uh, and get a win against South Africa. In between uh, playing footy in Japan and then returning to Australia, you spent some time living in Florida. Is that right? Yeah. So um, my wife my wife's American and um, she was pregnant when we went to Japan and. Uh, the wedding, our marriage certificate took a bit of time to come through, and unfortunately, Japan went into a state of lockdown um, while she wasn't there, so she had to go back to America um, and basically go through pregnancy all by, by herself. And she obviously had her mum there and stuff like that with the comforts of home. And then, uh, so I didn't, I didn't get to meet my daughter until she was two months old, mm. and I, I missed the whole pregnancy. So. Um, yeah, after you know a tough year in Japan, um, it had me weighing up a lot of things. You know, it had me weighing up what I what I wanted to do with footy and stuff like that. But I uh, I knuckled down and worked really hard and did some really tough training over there. And I was lucky enough to get an opportunity by the Tars. And when they uh, the uh, Tars approached you about uh, coming back, I mean, were there any promises, or was it sort of get in and play club footy and we'll see how things go, or did you think you were sort of likely to be going as well as you did? Uh, no, there was no promises, um, but DC knows me as a player. He's known me as a player, and um, he knows what I can provide. And and I, I one thing that I never lost was you know my belief in my, my own ability and I knew, knew if I put my head down and worked hard and changed a few things um, that I would get a good amount of pay. Um, so, yeah, I just, I just did that and come mix well with the young group and, and worked really hard and luckily I didn't have to play too much club, club footy or didn't have to play any mm. club footy and, yeah, it just, it just kind of showed from the start everything clicked and we had a really good year. Uh, just so, Jed, just a matter of interest, when you're over in Japan and your wife's in Florida and uh, you've been let go by the Tars uh, and you're thinking, you said you did a lot of soul-searching as what you wanted to do, what were the alternatives? I mean, if it wasn't rugby back here, were you going to stay in Japan? Were you going to sort of give the whole thing away and do something else or what? Yeah, well, I was, I was definitely tossed up, you know. I was talking about just, you know, playing um, you know, MLR or something in America mm. and... Even the thought of uh, just not playing any footy at all um, crossed my mind as well because I have 
couple of friends over in America who you know do a lot of got quite successful businesses and um they were like oh you can just come work for us or even just coaching over there as mm. well so um a lot of things crossed my mind but you know as I said the the thing that was still burning was my desire to play footy and um I wasn't quite ready to give that up and I'm glad that I, I made the decision that I have we uh, we spoke recently on this show, Jed, about a number of players getting soft tissue injuries there with the Wallabies in training. Now, you were one of the ones that picked up a calf injury before the England series. You would have made your test debut then, so you had to put that on hold for a couple of months as well. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, it's been kind of the story of my career, um, getting picking up unfortunate injuries at unfortunate times. But um, as I said, I've, I've talked about before, a couple of years ago, that probably would have sent me off the rails and probably would have been kicking stones and and uh, holding my head. But, you know, I just had a good attitude about it. And luckily enough, I got back for the Argentinian series and um, was lucky enough to get a that test cap. So um, it was an extremely proud moment for me. And I thought it was appropriate too that you were you were making it there against Argentina. Michael Checker now, the Pumas coach, he was the man that gave you your start back at the Waratahs, which would have been, what, 2013-14 type of thing? Yeah, 2013. 2013. Um, yeah, it's definitely a full circle moment for us. Um, Czech was very hard on me in my early age, and I used to hate it. But, um, you know, now now, uh, now looking back and reflecting on it, um, it's something I'm definitely appreciative of because he built a lot of resilience in me, and, um, yeah, it, it really grew me as a person. And having taken some time, obviously, uh, to make your debut in, you know, in the modern age, 29 is quite old, to get your first test, uh, the experience, was it everything you sort of hoped it would be? <laughs> yeah, it was, mate. It was a, it was a super emotional week. Um, the, the staff did a really good job of, even though we are in Argentina, making my family feel really close and a part of it. Mm. Um, they did a couple of presentations and then, yeah, I was I was telling my wife, I'm like, this is, I'm about to burst out in tears at any stage, and she's like, watch a scary, or watch a sad movie, so you just cry before the game, so it doesn't come out on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I I didn't do that, no. and then uh, yeah, when I walked got into the stadium, it started to feel normal again because you know what I've been doing all year, I mean, my whole career. And then standing there and singing that anthem, that's when it really started to come over me and then um, got the game out of the way and got a great win. And then obviously in the sheds afterward, the cap presentation was awesome as well. Now, you've got a reputation as being a, a tough sort of abrasive sort of a forward. I can remember early days, you always played in the second row. You've made a, a transition to the side of the scrum. Now, obviously, <laughs> you, you like the freedom there. This is a really big, formidable pack you'll be taking on Saturday afternoon in the Springboks. It is, mate, it is. But what a great opportunity for us as a forward pack to, you know, we've got our pants pulled down a little bit in, in Argentina and um, we've got a, you know, a lot of young guys who are really eager to, you know, step up to that challenge and, and uh, meet them head on. Um, the, the boys last year, I wasn't a part of it, but they obviously won the two test matches against South Africa and so we're full of confidence we're um, really excited for the opportunity and me in particular you get to go up against world class players like 
Etzebeth, Dwayne Vermeulen and C. Khaleesi and Peter Steps of Toy. So I'm really uh, looking forward to this opportunity and, yeah, can't wait. Well, Step to Toit was the uh, the player of the, the last World Cup. He's your opposite this weekend, so that's a good measuring stick for you at international level. Yeah, it is, mate. It is. I can't... Uh... I can't wait for it. He's uh, he went to my club at um, in Japan straight after me, so um, I've heard a lot about him, and I'm excited to go up against him. And without sort of wanting to dwell on the past, what do you reckon happened in that uh, second test that sort of things went a bit off the rails uh, there, Jed? Um, mate, we just didn't we just didn't play well. I think Argentina played really well. Mm. Um, I think they would have beaten anyone on um, that day, the way the ball, bounce the ball was going. But, you know, we need to do our job better. We need to um, defend better, obviously, is the main one, and then and catch those high balls and, and, and do a better job around our fullback to give them a bit of protection. So, lads, I've got to go because I'm just waiting oh. on a meeting. Um, <laughs> oh, well, maybe there's a team <laughs> announcement there. You don't want to be late for that. <laughs> That's it. I, yeah, I've got to pop in. I'm sorry, guys. Good on you, Jed. No, we appreciate your time this morning. Go well on Saturday afternoon. We'll catch up soon. Thanks, Jed. No, no, he's allowed. Thank you, mate.